Hello and welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and I'm a recovering perfectionist who made the choice to swap rigidity and impossibly high standards for joy, ease, and flow. Now I'm on a mission to boldly build an impactful, insanely successful business and to help other women do the same. So if you're ready to up-level and step into the next version of yourself, then join me as we commit to imperfectly designing the business and life of our dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the All or Something Living podcast. I'm honestly not sure what episode number this is because this morning I just felt called to hop on here and just chat with you for a little bit. Uh, I really love the episodes where I just get to chat with you a little bit. Um, I don't have an outline or a script or anything. I do find that those episodes are really helpful that do come with scripts and how-tos, but I also like to just imagine that you and I are sitting down having a conversation. Um, I'm sitting here with my mug that has an L on it and drinking my matcha tea. I'm in my newly decorated office that feels so bright and beautiful and it's now my brand colors, so I'm really excited about that. If you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, then you might have noticed there is a new intro. Um, I'm not sure. I'll have to hear how it translates onto the actual published podcast episode, but as of this morning, listening back to it, I'm not sure if the sound quality is the best, so I might um, re-record that. But anyway, that's going on, and then I redid the cover art, so all the All or Something lifestyle brand is just getting a full-on upgrade. And speaking of, I... I'm even in the process of trademarking that phrase. Um, And so it's really just getting legit over here. It's getting real. Five years in the making and we're finally gaining traction. I have definitely been a slow mover in this whole business thing, which is something I'll talk about a little bit more in this episode. Um, But yeah, it's been really great to be full-time here for the last few months and to start to really build the vision of where this brand is going. And that's kind of what we're talking about in this episode as well. If you haven't noticed, I'm starting to tailor my content more toward female entrepreneurs or women entrepreneurs or business owners or aspiring business owners, especially those that are newer into the industry or just coming into it. Or maybe you're sitting here and you have an idea of a business that you want to build And you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be building a business. I feel like if you have this gut feeling that you're meant for more, it can translate to that as well. So I'm going to be going more into the mindset of things versus like this is exactly how you build a business. I feel that there are so many amazing business coaches out there who are teaching you the how to's of, you know, how to find who your ideal client is and discover what your niche is and all that good stuff. I don't feel that I personally am passionate about those parts of business. I again feel that what brought me to this moment is seeing so many amazing women that don't recognize their potential or that maybe are starting to recognize their potential but have this fear of, you know, what if I actually was successful? What if I really did do that thing that I've been wanting to do for so long? And I was, you know, in that position 
just a few years ago. So it feels really important to me that now I'm giving back. You know, I used to talk a lot about food and health and body image because I started out as a health coach. And a few years ago, you know, the last few years was spent with me healing from my eating disorder, healing my relationship to food and exercise and my body. And I feel at this point I've made so much traction with that. And to me, it's just kind of a second nature thing. And I just don't feel passionate or called to really talk about it anymore. And I know that I've helped a lot of women along the way and made an impact. Um, And I've also repelled a lot of women. (laughs) That's when you know you're doing the work, right? Um, But I just feel that I'm at a point where I want to move past that message. I want to move into something deeper and further. And so I'm ready to step more into talking about women empowerment and, um, and helping you and encouraging you to do whatever it takes to live the life of your dreams and to first start by figuring out what does that look like? Who do I desire to be? What kind of life do I desire to build? Because I can tell you that five years ago when I first, the first thing I learned about when I got into this spiritual work was the law of attraction. And I remember first hearing about the idea of manifesting your dream life and imagining that everything that you've ever wanted is possible for you and being like, wow, I didn't know this was available to me. Like I was so excited when I first learned about it. And, you know, I I don't consider myself too complicated. Um, I feel like I just had this dream or this desire to be somebody who works from home and me being such an introvert that I am, like that was the dream or having time freedom. For me, family is such a big value of mine. Travel is so important to me. And so I just felt like, you know, I wanna build a life of freedom to be able to do that on my own terms. And five years ago, that idea felt Yes, maybe starting to feel possible for me because the law of attraction told me that I could do it, but also still a little bit far-fetched. And when I told people, like when I told my family members that I was starting a business or friends or that I had a business when I started to really step into that, I remember their reactions kind of being like, it's like when a kid tells you that something is like make-believe. You're just kind of like, yeah, sure. And even I'm like, I'm supposed to pull this reality out of thin air. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But all I know is that there's this like calling inside of me that's telling me to do it. So whatever that takes, you know, I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. And when I imagine myself being at the place that I am right now, I imagine that I would have gotten here Uh, by making this crazy income in my business, being able to make so much that like I had this savings to to transition from working full time into now working in my business, you know, full time. I just imagine that by the time I got here where I am right now, that I'd be in an entirely different place. Yet here I am and it doesn't look exactly like I imagined that it would, but I almost feel that it looks even better because I feel so fulfilled. I never imagined that I would feel as fulfilled and present and joyful as I do right now. 
And I think the one thing that's gotten me here is just my stubbornness of knowing that I wanted to do something and I really wanted to make it happen and just continuing to show up even when it's not happening. I get people all the time that are like asking me, what is your income? How big is your email list? And for five years in business, it is very not what you'd imagine it to be. And so I have to catch myself when people do ask me those questions like, what are your numbers? Because people are so curious about numbers. And I definitely was for the longest time and I can still get caught up in numbers sometimes. But at the end of the day, what I was seeking was more of a feeling, which again is the joy, the fulfillment, the the calm and the peace that I do feel. Now, I know that the numbers and the money will come and follow later. So you might be asking yourself, you know, if you aren't making crazy money in your business yet, then how are you here right now? And that's the kind of unconventional part of how I feel that the law of attraction or manifestation or just trusting in your journey, learning to tap into your intuition and just like trust in the guidance that you receive. And that's what I've really done to get me to this point. All I asked was, can I have these things? I didn't say specifically how that they would happen. And that's the key there is that you make the decision and then the how starts to unfold for you. You'll just know the what and then be prepared for guidance and take action as necessary and how it happens will unravel as you go. So again, it was very unconventional for me to get to this point. It started out by me, um, you know, being able to support my side business by because I was working full time. I was a supervisor in a job where at first I was really happy there. You know, it was a great job for introverts. We didn't really have a lot of human interaction, but then the company grew and I decided to become a supervisor and just things in the company started to shift and I didn't feel good being there. I started experiencing regular panic attacks, which was something that was new to me, something that I hadn't had before. And so that there, when you learn to follow the signs, I recognized that that there was a sign for me that something was off and that I needed to figure out how to make a change. Now that's when you start to take action because I started thinking, okay, I know that something needs to change. Let me move slowly through this and figure out how I can do this. So that became the what and the how again. I asked the, or I told the universe, hey, I'm ready to transition out of this job. Maybe I can't go full-time in my business yet, but what could bring me a step further into being full-time in my business? And I waited a little bit, I waited, and the answer came and I got the clarity I received. And I am very fortunate to have had the GI Bill from my time serving the military. And now I want you to, as you're listening to my story, to not feel that I had opportunities that maybe you don't have available to you because you might have certain opportunities or loopholes or there might, if you sit here and you compare your story to mine, you might get caught up in the idea that, hey, I don't have a GI Bill or I don't have the level of support that Lauren had and that might cause you to hold yourself back. 
If you're too busy looking at my plate, you might not realize that there's something on your plate waiting for you as well. And that's what I also mean by the unconventional thing. It happens in a very unconventional, unexpected way, but if you're not open to seeing and receiving it, you'll miss it. And I think that happens to a lot of people. So I tapped back into my GI Bill and I thought, okay, well, if I go back to school, to college, to re because I had originally started studying nutrition sciences full-time in college when I had that hit when I was 25 that I was like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's when I quit school, went to health coaching school instead, like an online year-long program. And then I had to, but I had to start working full-time in my corporate job in order to support that vision. And then, so it was funny, I'm like flip-flopping these choices that are supporting my vision. And so, um, so I decided, okay, I'm a health coach, but I want to dive further into nutrition. Maybe I'll go back for nutrition sciences. Now, was that the right choice looking back? I think so, because I needed, um, I, I didn't actually stay in school again. I ended up dropping out after, what, a year or something, or transitioning. I ended up deciding after a year or so once again that like hey that was really great I needed this experience to get me again where I am today um, but it wasn't the end game for me it was just one of those like stepping stones along my journey but I knew that if I had the GI Bill and I was going to school full-time they would give me BAH along with that which is housing allowance so they give you a certain amount of money every month and that was able to sustain me as I worked um, in school full-time and then worked on my business, continued to work on my business on the side. Now that was a lot harder than I expected it to be because I imagined that, hey, it would be easier because I'm spending less time in class. Um, sorry, I'm adjusting my mic really fast. Anyway, so I was like, I'll be spending a lot more time in class or a lot less time in class. I'm not like working the full 40 hours a week, so I'll have more time and energy and flexibility to work on my business. Little did I know that studying nutrition sciences and getting into upper levels of anatomy and physiology was way more than a full-time job. And I found myself actually like at the end of the week contributing like 80 to 90 hours or depending on the week and you know where we were in the curriculum. But I was putting so much energy into school and so that's when after like a year and a half I was like you know this isn't it but I'm getting closer to being able to transition into my full-time business so I'm making enough income to where I can cover my own bills and then Jason has agreed to um, to just kind of supplement the rest for now but I'm giving myself, you know, still a deadline to where if I don't get there in this certain amount of time, I'm going to get a part-time job. And that's an incentive for me because I do not want to go back into the corporate world. But anyway, that's like off on another tangent. So yeah, so I was in school and I had just decided like this isn't it. But the only way that I was able to gain clarity on whether or not that was right for me was by taking action. And so in many cases for us, clarity comes after action. We think that we have to have it all figured out and clear before we take action, but it's really taking action and, um, and recognizing again, I could easily look back and say that this last year and a half was a waste of my time, 
But if I really think about it and I think about the lessons I learned along the way, I realize it was actually really a necessary time for me. I gained the discipline to sit down and just study because, you know, my classes, especially last semester, were so hard that I just had to study and study and study for, like, I was working and studying from, I think I'd start at 7 every morning until, like, 9 o'clock, maybe even 10 o'clock every night. Like, and I'm not even kidding when I say I took, like, maybe one full hour break between that. And, of course, I did self-care and all that stuff to keep me... Um, sane and feeling good and that also made me realize why self-care is so important and now I teach that in my courses um, but anyway I just got to this point where I was like you know I well I yeah I learned everything that I needed to from this lesson and it actually again I said to the universe okay I'm ready to find another way and that's when it perfectly aligned that um, this whole COVID thing happened and we ended up leaving campus anyway and working home worst or studying from home full time. And that's also when I gauged the discipline to be able to work from home full time and to learn how to schedule that out and, and to see if I even liked that in the first place before I fully transitioned. And I realized I really loved it. So I was able to discover that and then because we're not even going back on campus this semester, uh, this coming fall semester, I wouldn't have even been able to um, get the collect the BAH because they don't pay you unless you're going in person and so I wouldn't have gone back anyway, you know. So it all aligned perfectly and now here I am five years later and I am doing this and I'm I just feel, I feel that it's different this time. I feel that I had this like comfort zone of, you know, this job to support me or now this income of school. And now here I am kind of like, yeah, I am a very independent woman and I am not used to asking for support from my spouse. Um, and, you know, Jason and I have had money problems because I think we both look at not money problems like running out of money, but we look at money differently. He is a lot more frugal with his money and I am very money flows easily and frequently and and I've learned over time that money has supported me from the time that I turned, you know, I graduated from high school and the next day I was at a party like a someone else's graduation party, a family member with my mom and she had tried to give me a curfew that day and I was like, are you kidding me, mom? I'm 18 and now I'm graduated from high school. You're not giving me a curfew. And she's like, well, as long as you live under my house, you live under my rules. And I said, okay, well, I'm moving out tonight. <laughs> and I moved out that night, the day after graduation, and I never looked back. And yes, I went through times where I was eating nothing but top ramen and just partying all the time. But that's why I realized I was in that space and I was like, oh my gosh, this has been fun, but I can't do this for the rest of my life. And that's when I started to look at what are the options and possibilities. And the idea of joining the Air Force or the military just in general presented itself to me. And that all worked out. And through that, I had times where I struggled with money. But honestly, my credit is awesome because I've never gotten to the point where I couldn't pay a bill. 
Um, so I've always kind of ridden that line of like living paycheck to paycheck, but I've never gotten to the point where I, yeah, like I said, where I couldn't pay a bill. And that's because I've been very, um, I've been very intentional about deciding that I'm going to do something and making it happen. And, you know, I think that's also attributed to the way that my dad raised me is, I remember he used to tell us when we were younger that if you ever are in a position where say you lose a job or you're not making money, like you need to do whatever you can, get creative and make money. And I think that I didn't know was going to lead me into my vision of being an entrepreneur. I had no idea until I was 25 that I was even going to be a, an entrepreneur, let alone an online business owner where I create online courses from scratch based on, you know, mindset stuff like people really want this stuff, but yes, because it gets you to um it gets you to where else you want to be in life. And so and I you just I had to trust in the vision. So you know, <laughs> I kind of went on a long tangent there. I didn't expect and I think this is why these conversations are fun because I didn't expect to go there with this. You know, I imagine that because what prompted me to want to make this episode is that I was sitting in my little new align time area, my little meditation corner, which I do every morning. And I just sit there and just visualize for five to 10 minutes, like where I'm going in my business, like who I need to help, what they need to hear. And what came to me this morning was, what would I tell somebody who's just starting out in business? And so I had this whole image of like, you know, taking you through that, walking you through that. If you are somebody that is just getting into it um, or thinking about it, or maybe you don't even know it's possible for you. Maybe I'm just planting a seed here for you, but I imagined, you know, walking you through that. And I started talking and I think in a roundabout way, I kind of told you that there are so many lessons that I've learned along the way in this last five years. And honestly, sometimes I don't feel, I feel that the reason that I haven't reached the level of, I guess you could say monetary or number success that many people do by this phase is because I still had so much to learn or should I say unlearn. I had so much to unlearn and unpack and just take off of myself all these things that I, all these layers. Now I can confidently say that like who I am today, it's not that I became anybody different than I already was. Who I am today is just the version of me when I was young and free-spirited and I believed that I could conquer the world and before anyone told me that I couldn't conquer the world. And I really do because I vividly remember what it feel, felt like to be that age and to be, you know, so young and just full of excitement and, and um, hope and, you know, not knowing where the world could take you, just so curious about that. And I remember just kind of throughout the years of my childhood, just being beat down more and more by people telling me that I was fat and unworthy and um, all these different things or that I was shy and that I was um, awkward and all these things that I started to believe and take on as my identity. And what I didn't realize was that like, I was fine just the way that I was as that little girl. You know, she was so full of spirit and 
wonder and and I know that part like of my what two or three year old self because my mom had those home videos and we used to watch those home videos on my birthday every year but now they're VHS and we need to get them transferred over sorry about the airplane in the background if you can hear that but um, we used to watch them every year on my birthday and I remember watching myself as I would start to get older and again like I said those layers of my identity had started to be covered because I was being teased at school and by my siblings for my weight and just again being awkward and shy and all these things but I remember looking back on those videos of me and feeling envious of who I was of how free that I was and just how like independent that I was and I was cool I really thought that I was cool and um and I was like I, I want to be her again and I didn't know that that was possible for me or what that even looked like at the time but now coming full circle you know I completely understand that and it started with the journey of just uncovering all the bullshit that people had placed on me for all these years and just deciding like it is so scary in this world to go out and be yourself honestly because so many people are threatened by that when you are living in your power and your fullest expression that makes people so nervous and it's for different reasons and a lot of times I think that big underlying reason is because they want that for themselves but they're scared of what that might look like they're scared of what it could look like for them to be the fullest expressed version of themselves. And so, you know, <laughs> if I've, I, I've learned in these past five years as well that being an entrepreneur or a business owner is one of the biggest forms of, um, of personal development. Because you, if you want to be successful you can't hide from the hard work and there are things that are gonna and but what I mean by hard work is the hard work of like uncovering all your bullshit beliefs that no longer serve you and having to move past those and um, you can't hide from that stuff because if you do then you're gonna notice it reflects in your business and in the success in your business so Anyway, I just keep moving forward because again, I recognize that everybody goes at their own pace. I remember Marie Forleo talking about how it took her, I think maybe five or 10 years to really take off. And, and that's what's kept me going is this passion and this, uh, this inner knowing. And as I said in the beginning of the episode, I just follow my inner guidance. And I know that's where the joy and fulfillment comes from because yeah, I'm not making five th five k months or a hundred thousand dollars a year quite yet, but I'm in a space where it doesn't matter because I'm feeling the feelings that I always wanted to, and and so what I recognize is yes, I can quit this dream in pursuit of more income, so that maybe I can try and fill the space in my life with things or activities that. I think will make me happy but really the reason that I feel this deep level of joy and fulfillment and is because I am doing the things every day that light me up I am so excited to be sitting here and talking to you um, 
in this on this podcast right now. I am really loving this office that I decorated and being able to tap into my creative side, which was another one that I lost along the way from the time when I was younger. I didn't think I had a creative bone in my body, but I knew, I knew deep down that I did because I grew up writing and drawing and painting and doing all these creative things. And now I'm back to that place. I'm playing my guitar every day. I love doing that. I am loving building these and creating these beautiful online courses for you and filming the videos for them and wearing my fun outfits as I do that, filling my closet with clothes that I love to wear. Another thing that I had lost along the way when I thought that because first of all I had gained weight that I couldn't wear the clothes that I wanted to and then also when Jalen moved in and I was a full-time stepmommy from there, I felt like I had to step into that motherly role and then I was like, I'm getting older and now I'm a supervisor in corporate. I have to start dressing like this and I lost that part of myself too. So getting that part back and just so many elements, I mean every day and this is what I had imagined for myself five years ago is just being able to wake up every morning and just spend the day doing things that make me feel so good and I now have to pause quite a few times a day and just look around and just be so so grateful and I was also grateful along the way too. One of the first things that I started was a gratitude practice because I felt that um, it really did shift my mindset. Be instead of looking at like what's wrong, I started looking at what's right. And that really trained me to now, once, once I got to where I am today, it trained me to notice it, to recognize it and to be grateful for it, right? Because you can spend your entire life working really hard toward this goal that you think is gonna make you happy. Um, you can continue trying to, again, build a business that you think that you should or go to school for what you think you should and just assume that like, okay, I'm, I'm chasing all these years for misery. I just have to be miserable for a few more years. And then when I get to that goal, then I'll be happy. But you, you need to train yourself along the way to be happy with what you have and where you're at. And that's really the key there. I learned to be happy and grateful with everything that I had. Yes, I still can I still experience up and ups and downs and I did along the way. But I was able to reframe my thinking about that and recognize that this is part of the journey. I'm learning from these obstacles to be more resilient and to be able to handle anything that comes my way and that's where the confidence that I've built a lot of that confidence comes from is showing myself in so many situations that I have the strength that I can do this. And so you know, I, I hope that you're listening to me right now and you're feeling inspired and recognizing what's possible for you. By hearing my story, maybe you can see some of yourself in it and you can see that like, yeah, maybe I don't know where I'm going, but I do know that right now I'm not feeling aligned with where I am and so I need to start kind of making a decision and deciding where I can, like how I can get around this or um, you know, what I need, what steps I need to take next. And that's what I'm here for, sister. Like, if you need some guidance, come to me on Instagram. I'm at Lauren M. Kepler. I always answer every comment and DM that I get there. Or, you know, you can email me if you're on my email list where you get weekly emails and updates from me. Just 
hit the reply button and I love to talk to people in those messages as well. Like I will support you in any way that I possibly can as you figure out, you know, where am I going and what is possible for me in my life. Like you are worthy, you are deserving of everything that it is you desire, whether or not you believe that right now. And I know that may feel just depending on where, what mindset you're coming at me from, it may feel really off, um, off balance. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. It might, may feel really like distant right now. And I recognize that because that's how I was feeling too at first, you know, when you're raised in that society where you're taught that it's um, frivolous to want certain things or that you're being selfish or egotistical or whatever, or that um, starting a business is scary and risky. Yes, it is. Uh, but I mean, you kind of risk everything in life. Um, when you work a corporate job where you don't know if you're going to get fired due to COVID, <laughs> that's risky. Um, it's all risky. It's all part of the process. And I know that you can do it. And so I hope again that this was inspiring or uplifting to you in some way. I'd love to hear what your thoughts were, what the biggest kind of takeaway from this whole conversation was for you. So again, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler, or just go to the homepage of laurenkepler.com. And there, as of right now, depending on when you're listening to this, there is a free 10-day self-love challenge that you can sign up for. And when you do that, you'll automatically be added to my email list. And that's when you can get weekly guidance from me and hit reply and just come chat with me. Tell me what's on your mind or what's going on for you right now. So I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening and being here for me and with me. And I will talk to you again next week.